Hey friends, welcome to another episode of You've Become a Christian, Now What? I am Ben. And we are so excited to have you back for episode number four, where we are going to be talking about recognizing God's voice. And this is the first probably conversational episode that we're doing, um, which is really exciting. Um, so hopefully this doesn't sound awful at the end. <laughs> yeah, that would be really sad. I don't want to re-record anything ever. <laughs> no, definitely not. We haven't re-recorded anything since we started. <laughs> I realized that as I said it, we like we re-recorded the intro. Anyway, the relevant it doesn't matter. It's fine. It's not a secret. We re-recorded the first episode. Yeah. Um, we're which... perfect. Yeah, we just we no, we just decided how we we're going to change our format a little bit as we yeah. started recording, which is really cool. Um, so in the last two episodes, we, it was literally um us sharing our testimonies and doing a little bit of a Q and A kind of at the end, whereas this is probably just going to be a bit more conversational. Um. And having a bit of an impact into our own experiences and um, hopefully a little bit of advice um, for what's to come. So, so Sophie, I suppose first question. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I did say I'm ill. <laughs> um, so I suppose the first question is when you first came to church and people started saying we're going to sit and we're going to listen to God's voice what went through your mind um actually so i don't know i don't think we're covering this or it's not in the plan to cover this but my second ever church sermon was hearing from god and speaking in tongues and i was not a good second ever sermon to sit down and listen to like i it's a good job i felt god's love in the room because i was like <laughs> um, <laughs> People said it all the time. <laughs> no. um, ministry, like ministry, is hearing God and God speaking to you, right? Like that whole yeah. part at the end of church or whenever it is in your church. Um, it, yeah, very unnerving when you. I don't even know if that's the right word. When you first start church, um, I had no idea what that what his voice sounded like. I was like, I've just realized he exists, like, let alone what sound his voice makes in my ear. Like, I don't know. Um, and it just, yeah. it really did feel like everyone had this big secret that they knew. And I just was like, okay, God, uh -huh. you know, God doesn't want to talk. That's fine. <laughs> it wasn't fine. <laughs> and he was talking. <laughs> but it's just, um, like with any new relationship, you're just understanding like how to communicate with with one another, right? Yeah. Um, knock my mic over. Um, and I think it's one of those things where, as I first started asking people, like, "Oh, how do you hear from God?" and no one could really put it into words. So true. Literally, everyone's just like, um, "I hear from Him through," and then it's not like it's not what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> it's like I hear yeah. Him. When I'm listening to worship, or I hear him with pictures in my head, that whole the whole picture thing took me a real long time. Mm -hmm. um, like some people are just like I don't know. <laughs> some people just yeah they don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it, and I think it is hard to hard to explain. And even now, as we've probably chosen a really difficult one to start with, but it is 
hard to explain to someone because it I, even now I'm like how how do you put it into words um but I suppose we we can try and start at the beginning right and and work our way through um so I the reason that this is one of the first episodes for us is this was actually probably the biggest question I initially had um by going to church and yeah at the end of a service or in the middle of a service as we were coming out of worship um we do some like prophecy time or at the end when we do ministry time or when I go to a small group and we do just listening exercises I would sit there and I'd be like I'm listening so hard (laughs) god why are you not speaking to me (laughs) because you don't know what you're doing like and and that is so true you just sit there and you are trying to force like a a sound or um create a picture in your head you don't know what it is you don't know what you're looking for you don't know what you're listening for you are just trying to get something in your mind that feels like it could be from god but you have no idea what that actually could be you're trying to pop a bible verse which you probably don't know (laughs) because you've only just started reading the bible if if you're as yeah if you haven't come from a non-christian background especially so you're trying to populate your mind with stuff that you don't know what you're trying to populate with yeah 100% and i just remember being sat in like um it was in a small group it's being sat in um a house and just sitting there be like god like i don't i don't get it i don't know what i'm doing and i'd like look around and i think it makes it even worse when you sit look around and you can see everyone else writing you know these bible verses or pictures and sharing just so eloquently exactly what god's saying to them and you just sit there and you're like oh well maybe i'm doing this wrong like maybe maybe i'm not meant to do this and i for me it gave me so much insecurity because yeah i just didn't i didn't know like I, I felt completely out of place yeah no i think it really made me question not only question his existence in the first couple of months mm-hmm. it was also just like questioning like are all these people insane because if i can't if i can't hear it then is it even happening to yeah. them and like i think that was one of the only things that really grounded me actually to begin with was like okay all of these people like the likelihood of every single one of these people being insane is so off the charts <laughs> like, that's not happening but it was like so difficult to, especially small groups you're so right to be sat in a room in like a small space with a small group of people who you like if you're if you're lucky um and for them to all seemingly be experiencing god's voice in their ear and you like you're just not getting any of it and you're there like you're there because you've been like yeah this is what i want to do i want to follow jesus and and then all of a sudden it's like flip (laughs) i'm getting nothing and it's like radio silent 100 percent. it's really difficult yeah yeah um we also we've come into this with no planning of any questions (laughs) we're like and this is probably how we're always going to be doing it so if you're sitting here thinking, where are they going? The great thing is we don't know either. You're coming on the so that <laughs> because like I said, we wanted this to be a conversation. So 
it nothing is scripted this is us actually having a conversation and just trying to unpack some of what it is that we've experienced um just as a side note um when was the first time you feel like you started to experience or maybe start to discern what god's voice was or looked like or felt like i'm gonna be real honest it was not until like literally seven or eight months in i don't think i think i felt god like i felt his presence but i don't think i i heard his voice and Mm. i think that is a big difference because you can you can feel the holy spirit that you but i think hearing him like say something to you where you can actually describe that is different so yeah like i didn't feel god for the first like month and a half of deciding i was going to be a christian and i was like this is all a sham this is all wrong and then like this is part of my testimony and then i came away um went to a prayer room basically re said i was going to give my life to god and then i felt him and that was great and that kind of was enough to keep me going but i definitely didn't feel as though he said anything to me for a really long time and i think i was just content with it because i was like i know he will like by the time I could feel like properly feel him and be like I can't I can't explain mm. that away. Um I think I, I that was enough at the time. Mm. Um and then I genuinely reading his words, like reading the Bible, which I've only like I only really started doing about yeah, four four months ago. Um like actually very intentionally doing um that's when i started praying and i think i just i you get used to his voice in his living word funnily enough um and i think that's just when that um began yeah how about you how about you ben (laughs) how about you (laughs) how about me um I don't know if I remember when the first time was that I like felt like I actually no I do that's a lie. Um the sorry. Um no the first time I had a picture which I would say was the first time I felt like I heard God's or felt God's word in like my brain. I suppose, um, was I was, I shared my testimony at a youth night in Bath, um, a citywide youth night. And afterwards I was asked to like pray for someone. And I just had this picture in my mind, which was so clear and it didn't make any sense. And I was like, I don't get it, but I'm just going to say this picture that's coming to my mind and see what happens and I, I, sh- I shared this picture and this person that I then was giving this picture to who was, who was a youth just burst into tears and was like that just makes so much sense and really resonated and that was then the first point where I was like oh 
but yeah, okay. <laughs> Flip, yeah. maybe, maybe there's something here. Um, but I think there's something definitely I, towards that where it's like when you pray for people and you think you get something and then you give that to them and you're just like, I don't know though. But then it resonates. That is such a great way to start learning. Just to yeah, in there, like that you start getting to know what his voice is the more you do stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, hundred percent. And there's definitely a massive thing in t- in taking that step out, right? Mm. Because like I don't want to encourage too much about other episodes when we start talking about prayer, but I know that was a massive thing for you, right? Huge. All right, guys, I'm shy. <laughs> I'm shy. shy. I don't know. <laughs> um, self-conscious. What we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get. Yeah. Um. But then I think past that, that was kind of it. Yeah. It wasn't like a. I had a picture, and then all of a sudden, it was boom. Bible verse. Bible verse. Picture. Nope. That's me getting excited. My guitars are moving. <laughs> yeah. Um but it wasn't it wasn't suddenly this revelation where I suddenly knew exactly what God's voice was in my mind or him giving me pictures or this massive breakthrough and then all of a sudden I was just like spitting God's word at every single person I met. Like that wasn't <laughs> that 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 wasn't the case at all. Yeah. Um and I really wanna make sure that anyone who's listening to this who is like starting to experience that or wondering what I could potentially feel like for me, that definitely wasn't the case. Mm. Um, and I think I probably then went another probably three months before I then had probably one of the biggest revelations of my life in terms of hearing God's voice Mm. where, um, so I went to, a festival called wildfires um which is bookended by big church day out and um there was a guy sharing called jay pathak um who is a leader in the vineyard movement from america and i literally could not describe how clearly i felt like God's presence and him speaking to me. And that was the first time where I was like, flip, what is this? Yeah. Uh, and this was was probably a, a, about a similar time as what you said. It was probably like seven, eight months. Mm. Um, so that was, uh, like it was when the, the Queen's coronation, not coronation, uh, Jubilee. Oh, she wasn't dead. <laughs> she... <laughs> Sorry, I'm so sorry. No, she, the queen was not. <laughs> sorry, the timeline in my head is like, in my head she died. Of, anyway, sorry. Um, yeah, go on. Okay, yeah, side note. Um, but it was it was like that May, the, when there was like 500 May bank holidays right. last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, and I I gave my life to Jesus in December of 2021, and so it was May 2022. So that was. Like roughly seven, seven, eight months. Um, and I think if I could probably put it into words, it was like this feeling. It was like a feeling that I could then put into words. 
I I would say is probably my best interpretation of it, of this. I mean, and this was in a ministry time as well, so it was probably even more profound than than normal. Um, of sometimes when you're just chatting away to God in in your day to day. Like I just experienced this, like my heart was going a hundred miles per hour, um, and I felt this calming presence, and I felt the Lord say to me that I was going to be a leader, um, that I was going to share the gospel, and I was going to journey into becoming a worship leader and i've done all three of those things mm. in the last year yeah um and have stepped into that very first calling that i felt the lord had in my life um but i just cried and i was like i was so overwhelmed because that was the first time i really experienced God speak to me um and it scared me and he said stuff that I was like no (laughs) he does because at that he he does do that and he he does it pretty well but at that point I'd been a Christian for six seven months and I felt him say to me that I was going to share the gospel go into leadership stuff with worship and I was like no God, no. No, it's not happening, girl. <laughs> because yeah. because at that point, at that point, I was still, like we were just saying, working out even what his voice sounded like and what it was. Um, and I, um, yeah, I was just like, no, thank you. Um, like, can I just say no to this one? Uh, at this point, I was getting more involved with like Alpha. Like I just said, the Alpha that, or like helped lead the Alpha that you were just finished. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, cool, I can just do that. Like I love Alpha. Yeah. That's fun. It's great. Love bringing people towards Jesus. It's not so funny we knowing what we know about how Alpha's not like it's. You're leading it um, in our church and stuff, but you're not going further than that when you thought you might. Isn't that so fun mm-hmm. that he's called you beyond your comfort? I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And that, was, and that was the whole reason why I was like, no. Yeah, 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 because yeah. at that point, I was like, how could I possibly lead anyone when I don't know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Like, how could I do that? Yeah. Because I haven't read the Bible. Mm-hmm. Like, I was really, really struggling at that point to get into any part of it. I started Bible in a year. I'd got probably like three weeks in. I think I got three up. days in when I first tried. <laughs> <laughs> three days. Well, that's impressive. <laughs> um, but I, I, I got into it. I was just like, uh, it, it was different to any other book I'd ever read. Like, there were the words and the language. And especially when you start in the Old Testament, oh, you're reading stuff. You're like, "What is going on?" Died people towards the gospel first. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. Those four start there. Yeah. Um, but e- even there, yeah, you open the very first book of the New Testament and it's the lineage of Jesus. Yeah. And I'm like, this is boring. <laughs> Which it's not, but it is. It's not. Like, but no, but that was that yeah. was my first. I was like, what's this got to do with anything? I didn't, I didn't get it at all. And I was so, I was trying to find stuff to help me hear God's voice. And I had a book that was the word of God. And I was like, yeah. No. Oh my gosh. That's so true. I think, to be honest, I think the reason, like there must be a reason that we started hearing it that far in. And I think it just must be because at that point you are kind of like, that six months is solid, sure, but that's a solid amount of time mm. to be building up the habits of lifestyle that come with, mm. well, hopefully, that come yeah. with, like becoming a Christian and becoming a disciple of Jesus. And so at that point, maybe you're just like, no, this is, tr-. hopefully, your your confidence and trust in the fact that God is there and he, he is trying to talk to you. Hopefully, you've listened to enough sermons at that point where you know God speaks. Mm. And so maybe it, it must just be like a level of expectancy that comes with that time frame. It's what I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's, oh, that's um, a great story. <laughs> yeah, you're telling me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what, I, and it's really funny because I feel like I did, like that was the first time I, I felt like I really heard God's voice. But that's not how I would say I actually hear God best or um clearest like how would you knowing what you know now how would you say you hear from god clearest like what does that look like what spaces do you do you go into and so i think there's a couple of things i think when i'm most expectant that's a that's a word that might just keep coming back up in all of our podcast episodes um but expectancy is so massive and especially i think when i was first starting to like properly hear him it was it was always that i'd hear him more for other people than i would myself and i think that's because i naturally had a level of a higher level of expectancy that he would be speaking to them instead of me and that's my own like not insecure i don't even know if insecurity would be the right word but it not necessarily the wrong words like I just think that I saw myself as less worthy of hearing from him than the people I was trying to hear mm. on behalf of if mm. that makes sense so I think that's a part of it and then I think the times when he's when I've been able to like actually like kind of it feels like deciphering sound waves in mm. like I don't know how to describe it but you're so right like it's so hard to clear your mind I don't think Whenever anyone ever says, oh, clear your mind, you're not clearing your mind, you're just trying to focus on clearing your mind. So I think, like, whenever you're trying to hear from God, it's really difficult because you're just putting so much pressure on yourself. Um, but I remember we have a friend um, called Jodie, and she, oh, she's fantastic. Um, and I was really struggling with my relationship with God at one point. Um, and this was probably one of the first times that I've, I've really heard God for myself. And she was just like, have you tried listening to him? And I'm like, 
No, to be fair, like I'm just kind of the one talking. I don't really leave much room for a response. And she's like, mm. it's a conversation. Like she, she told me to listen to God for one hour. And I was like, what does that even mean? She was like, sit in a coffee shop or like on in a field or whatever. Listen. And I was, I, that's literally all she said. And I got so mad at her because I was like, where? <laughs> I can't just like, what do you mean? Like, I'll just be sat in silence. And then I did it um, and I set a timer and I actually only made it 50 minutes in, but I thought 50 minutes was pretty impressive. As in one five? No, as in five zero. Oh, okay. right. Right. Because you said, you said only. So I was like, maybe well, I heard you wrong. <laughs> um, and then, and I just had a notebook out so that I could write down anything. Um, and I just kind of pictured in my head, me sat, this is how I picture prayer a lot of the time it's me sat with Jesus and often it's at this dining table it's this gorgeous dining table in this like really country kitchen and there's a gorgeous view outside of like pretty much nothing like imagine the windows screensaver from 10 years ago that's what the that's what the Whitney looks like outside Um, and we're just sat with steaming cups of whatever I fancy and I just imagined dialogue with Jesus. And I was like, Jesus, I don't, I don't really know how to hear you right now. I wasn't actually speaking as well. Um, and I think I just imagined our conversation, but it went down a route I didn't really expect it to. And so I wrote it down thinking like, is this me hearing from God? Like getting all these ideas that I just came out of thin air. Um, and I spoke to Jodie about it afterwards and I was like, I think I might have heard, but I actually have no idea. And and then she was like, yeah, like, it sounds like it could be. And then the entire rest of the day, I had so many signs that married up to the conversation I had with Jesus. Mm. And I was like, huh, like, God, I think that was you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure now. And so I think just quietening life like really mm. taking the time to stop speaking it's so easy for us to fill the tangible silence um but he is speaking <laughs> um if mm. you stop to listen so i think silence is really important sure. for me to hear yeah and would you say that uh you kind of hear from him most in those areas where you probably find like the most relaxing like for me I find um, there's a really nice spot in Bath called Alexandra Park um, where you can just see over the whole city and it's so peaceful, so quiet. It's literally my, it's always been my favourite place just to go sit and um, just think. And those have been some of the clearest moments I ever like hear God's voice is just sat there with some worship on and sometimes a chat, like and I'll say stuff or sometimes I just sit and listen. And like sometimes I feel like he speaks to me through like the the songs that come on or um like the whole reason i got miracle like so i've got the word miracle tattooed on the back of my neck is because i felt god um the song million little miracles came on and i'd never actually heard it before and i was sat there and i listened to the words and I was like, wow, it's a miracle that I'm here. Like through everything that like I shared through my testimony, that I was like, it is a miracle that I'm here. 
like my life is a miracle and it's so cool and there's so many miracles in my life like so many i couldn't even put onto a piece of like i couldn't write them all down and i was having quite a big battle of identity at this point and i don't want to jump too much into our next episode but i really felt god speak to me around my identity and tattoos and this word miracle and i was just like oh i don't want to say god told me to get a tattoo <laughs> that could spark such conversation <laughs> oh i know but i i, I for me I, I i feel like he did and there was this moment of embracing my own identity through what he was saying to me and the words that I was hearing through this worship song. And I felt so at peace. I felt so at peace. And I was just so amazed. And like, I went and got this miracle tattoo on the back of my neck like a week later. Because I was just like, this like is you. And I want people to know that I'm a miracle. Like, and that that's a part of my identity as much as my tattoos are. Like that, Jesus is is my identity, yeah. and yeah, sometimes it just gets marred up with those in those situations. Like, does that make sense? Like, are there are there places like that you can go to as well, or like I I hear about like people sometimes go for like walks along the beach because that's where they feel most at peace. And I think it's those moments where you can really switch off. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, I get what you mean, but I don't know myself. I think mm. I think. That the times I hear clearly what he wants me to hear is when I'm like really emotional. And I think that's because mm. I'm really abandoning my heart to him in those moments. Like I think when, when I'm just distraught by something or mm. exhausted and I just like when I'm trying to lean into him and instead of on myself or on the on the world like yeah. I think that's when I hear him clearly and it doesn't really matter where I am but it does I think it just takes me out of my own head and that's a that was always a big thing with me with um hearing God's I think I just got too, I get too wrapped up in the fact yeah. that I'm not hearing God's voice, but I should be hearing God's voice. Everyone else is hearing God's voice. Um, and so when, when I'm too emotional to even worry about that, <laughs> uh, I think that's when that happens. And that, I mean, that tends to be in a quiet place, but that, I mean, that's happened at the back of church at the end of the ministry and worship. And I'm just like, feels like I'm shedding, I don't know. Mm, almost like shedding like skin. Yeah. 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 Mm. Yeah, I say get And is that like the only way you like hear from God? Because like as Definitely I was not. Kind of, like, thinking as you great, go. No, what were you thinking? <laughs> no, I was just like I was just gonna I was just thinking about other ways upon which I, mean, I just love to just Yeah, I think when I'm I try not to put pressure um prayer is a different topic but I try not to put pressure when I'm praying for other people because I'm like God if you've got something like I, I'm just like right Holy Spirit you're here you're doing the work that's okay 
um, I can just be a vessel and I'm like, God, if you, if you want to say something to me for this person, say it. And a lot of the time I'll get nothing because I just do. And I don't know whether that's God's will or whether that's me getting in the way of that. Um, but sometimes I'll just get, and it's normally pictures. I think I'm quite an imaginative person. So I, I think he uses that to his advantage mm. in giving me pictures and it's really cool that i've started getting them because i always wanted to be the, like someone that had them um uh, an animal <laughs> now i do um not that i never did but uh you know yeah. um but i think like i'll just be like god if you want to say something i know you will and mm. and then sometimes he does and sometimes he doesn't and i just see that as mm. he'll decide to or not yeah yeah okay um i the the thing I kind of wanted to share, um, and then we'll probably start start to wrap up a little bit after this. Um, actually, there's two things. The first thing is, there I would say there is a bit of an expert on this subject in Pete Gregg. Um, oh, Pete Gregg. I can't believe you haven't mentioned him. Wrote, <laughs> I know, I know, but if like I learned so much about um, hearing God's voice and taking the pressure off myself by reading. How to Hear God. <laughs> um, that's written by Pete Gregg. And it's such an incredible book um, that really breaks down that discernment of hearing God's voice. But then also, for me, took off so much pressure because there's something in that book where, where Pete says, um, I, I say Pete like is my best mate. You know, Pete oh, says, yeah, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, P. Greg says, oh, I've really got to <laughs> I've never met P. Greg, but I'd really like to. P. Greg, if you haven't listened to this, I'd really like to be a friend. <laughs> um, but yeah, in the in the book, Pete says how um, like God's been around for all time. And because of that, like his timing is like absolute. Like he knows exactly what he's doing, when he's doing, and why he's doing it. And, like, our time on earth is so different. Our time on earth is so finite. And so we are always in the state of hurry and trying to, like, why am I not hearing from God? Like, I've been praying and I want to hear this and I want to do this and God's take, where's where's God taking me next? And boom, 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 boom. Like, that's always that thing. Like, God will speak when he wants to and god will tell you things when he wants to not when you want to so if you're not hearing anything like that's that that's okay because when god wants you to know something you'll know you will know it. <laughs> like you will know and i think that leads me so nicely onto my next point of what i wanted to share is i would actually say that i hear from from God best through other people. Like, I need a lot of, like, affirmation. <laughs> like, I will get, like, a little bit of a feeling. And then God knows I'm a dower. Like, God knows that I do not... And he loves you. Like, I don't hear... I yeah, but but he knows that I need a bit of affirmation. So he gives me that affirmation. He, he gives me that affirmation big time. And... Like, my... I think that this story is just going to carry me through my whole life 
Um, but it's all about me starting leadership college. And, and Sophie knows this story really well. But so uh, at the moment, this current moment in time, I, I go to a thing called Vineyard Leadership College, which is all about uh, growing in leadership and being more Christ-like in leadership. And uh, yeah, like what that looks like and stepping into ministry and all those kinds of things and multiplication, yeah, blah, blah, blah. It's called obedience as well. <laughs> Might I add. Yeah. <laughs> From you. Um, but I went on a... No, I'll start at the beginning. Um, so Vineyard do this thing called Vineyard uh, Leaders Gathering um, once a year, every like April. And I didn't go last year because I was definitely not a leader in the church at that point. Um, but we had lots of friends that did. And I don't think I even followed Vineyard on Instagram at this point. But they announced this Vineyard Leadership College and on Instagram that they put... They didn't announce it on Instagram, but they put it on Instagram saying we're launching this. And for some reason, I sat there and I watched the whole hour-long like presentation on it. I looked at the prospectus and I was like, what did I just do that for? I'm not I'm not going to Jesus school. Like, no. Silly banana. No. <laughs> Silly banana, I know, right? But I was like, but I'm not. I... I don't want to do that and I'm not going to do that. No. And I literally was like, I have no idea why I've just wasted probably an hour and a half of my life with, with something that I have no interest in. I found it really interesting. I was like, oh, like that's, that's cool. But that's not for me. And this was before I went to wildfires, before I had this massive conversation with Jesus. Um, I suppose this talks a lot about like the timing, right? Um, but then, so after wildfires, uh, I went on a missions trip to Northern Ireland and we went to uh, Vineyard Belfast and we went to there. It was a, I can't remember, no, they had a worship night, that was it. We went to their worship night on like a Tuesday night. And at the start of this worship night, they spoke about the the leadership college. And I was like, oh. That thing. I I just felt God put it on my heart. And I suppose like this is one of those ways in which I believe that we hear from God. It's like my heart just really opened up to this in a way that I hadn't before. Where I was like, oh, I really feel like God's put this on my heart. And is is saying something about this. And so the next day I said to our friend Aaron, I was like, oh, I really feel like God's saying something about this, but I just I don't know. And this is again, this this is like one of the first real times that I'm really experiencing God speaking to me and trying to understand what he's saying. And Aaron in her infinite wisdom just said, Well, if he wants you to know he'll make it clear. I was like, yeah, yeah, okay, great. <laughs> yeah, they're just that Christian phrase. You know? Yeah. That's sure. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so the next day, um, there was a girl that worked for Youth Initiative in, in Belfast and um, doesn't go to Vineyard Church, 
that for some reason came with us to the worship night and we went to go do some mission stuff together we were like clear, clearing up um an old youth hut and as we're like driving along she's she was like oh i'm really sorry that i didn't say this to you sooner and this might sound really weird but at that vineyard worship night we were at the other night they spoke about that college thing and I just really feel like you're meant to be doing it. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> really? <laughs> okay. So in my head, I'm thinking, well, I asked for some affirmation and God's delivering. And I was like, great. Thanks. Like, I hear you. That, that makes a bit of sense. Okay great like I'll, I'll process it um the next day like this is all over the space of like four days that's what makes this all so mad um so next day this is a friday we go to vineyard belfast's um uh they have a friday service because they take in like something like 70 percent of refugees that come into belfast um and like help support them feed them and give them a surface where it's not full of white middle-class people. It's full of so many people that just look like them and give them an opportunity to experience God's grace. And while we were there, um, at the end, we were into ministry time and the guy that was leading the service was like, you know, we've all got our eyes closed, hands out, standard, waiting, receiving. Yeah, yeah that's it. That's exactly it. And... Um, the guy that was in it just goes, "Oh, um, you in the in the hat." And it's obviously Ben. Aaron, like, you... No, Ben. Ben always wears a hat. <laughs> I do. This is true. It's either a beanie or a hat, and yeah. we're still in beanie season, but we're about to get back to hat season, so we're okay. That's so fun. Okay. <laughs> um, you in a hat, and he was like, "Oh, yeah, me in a hat." He's like, "Are you in a hat?" And like, <laughs> open my eyes. I was like. Like a deer in headlights, like, <laughs> hello. <laughs> and was, I just really feel like God is calling you to leadership. Which again is then affirm like giving me affirmation of what I had a month prior at Wildfires. Um and I just re- he was he prophesied over me for like five, six minutes all about leadership. And there's this one thing he kept saying of just really feel like he's calling you to pioneering and pastoral pastoral leadership pioneering leadership pioneering leadership and that's one of the modules one of the five electives for the leadership college and he just kept saying it kept saying it and the whole time I had going that's one of the the modules of the leadership college and I know that because I've girl <laughs> we know what you oh yeah like this whole time I'm just like crying my eyes out as well I'm like what's going on like just like the Holy Spirit is on me and this whole time it's going, like you're talking like this is for leadership college. And I know this because I was reading the prospectus last night because you've been speaking to me about it. And I know that. And only I know that. And you're telling me through these words that are being said. Like I walked around and I was like, flip. Yeah. Like I'm meant to be doing this leadership college. And so then walk away and we come back and 
like I told this whole story to our friend Bodhi and he was like, I don't think this is a like you maybe should apply. I think this is a you are applying. And I was like, Yeah, I know, okay. Yeah, yeah, you and your infinite wisdom, Matthew Labode. Um and so then a couple of days later I was having a meeting with one of our lead pastors, Flick. And I was like, let me tell you about this crazy story of everything that happened while we were away. I tell her this whole story and she's like, that's really funny. Because <laughs> I literally said to Mike this morning, um, my husband, other lead pastor, that I really feel like you're meant to be doing the leadership college. And I was just like, Jesus. <laughs> come on. Like, but I asked for affirmation and I wasn't sure. And I got so much affirmation. Yeah. But I could have ignored all of those things. Like, and you could just chalk them all up for coincidence. But it's like, but it's how much is there is coincidence and circumstance. Yeah. And then God screaming at you. Am I right? Like, but that's that's how I always hear from God now. Like, you know, I said to you about writing the book. And I say that, and then a week later, someone prophesies over me, I've, I feel like you're meant to be writing a book. Because I'm still learning to hear what his voice yeah, sounds like. That, that affirmation. But, but when I get the affirmation, I instantly get that, yeah, I say yes. And he knows that. And I really feel like he, that's how he speaks to me. I think God, de- but this is- he definitely uses... He knows, I mean, he knows us. <laughs> so he uses yeah. what he can yeah. get through to us. <laughs> yeah. And he, he knows I have doubt, like, of my own mind. And so he he he, he squashes that doubt by screaming in my face. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like that's not God's character to scream in your face, but... I think you're so right. To me, he has to. I don't know why I just, compl- that, like, completely, like, aired out from my mind, because... There have been so many times, especially when I'm like, God, if you're real, <laughs> love throwing that about. I don't do it anymore, but like back in the week, <laughs> a lot of the time, and it would always be like, I mean, so we went to um, this other, what do you even call them? It's not an event. Not like a big camp. A conference? Not a conference. A 61. Yeah, a festival. Conference, Christian <laughs> conference festival thing. Fun camp. Went to 61, and um, and day like the day before I left to go, um, I was sat crying in my bedroom, and I was just like, God, like I just, like I literally just don't feel like you see me, like I don't feel like, I I feel like I'm talking to myself here, like am I talking to myself? Mm-hmm. And then I think it might have been the first night, and that whole, that whole time was a big time of God speaking to me anyway. But on the first night, you actually. I think it was the first night and kind of sat down next to me during or just after the worship on the first night and you were like I just really feel like God's saying that like he sees you behind closed doors or something like that and I just remember you saying it and I was like oh no <laughs> I, was, I, was like, I, know, I just remember you just crying guys out <laughs> I was just like he does and I was like I am behind, like I'm doing it behind closed doors I was like it's real for me and and that was like stuff like that. You're so mm. right. Like the confirmation. 
unreal. Yeah, but I just I I think there's there's so much of if you're feeling something, like, and I I I for me I think that's what it is. Like if you're feeling something, you're starting to question or understand or begin to just like think about like what does God's voice look like? Like ask the question, like write it down, journal it, do whatever it is of of how you're processing it. But write it down and say, like, God, is this what you're saying? And like, no, no, I really believe, like, he will. Yeah. Like, whether through something else, whether he will speak to you, like, clearer or louder. Like, Jody told me a really great story. And I, I'm always, I'm really tempted to always get three boats tied on me now. Mm. Did she tell you this? No. Oh. Story, yeah. The story of the three boats? Yeah. Like, I, I don't think... That, I don't think it's a true story. I think it's just but a it's little, a um, <laughs> yeah, of of a guy like is drowning and he's like, God, like, I need saving, like, help me. And like this little like dinghy comes along and he's like, well, that's not from you, God. <laughs> you wouldn't send me a dinghy. And then like a fishing boat comes along. He's like, God, you're not going to send me a fishing boat. And then like, a cruise liner comes along. It's like, hello. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I don't really remember how the story actually goes. But... <laughs> I don't think it's quite like that, but the but you get the message. <laughs> That's... But the the message is is like, God's like if you put a constraint on what God's voice looks like, or how He speaks to you, or what it could look like in your mind, like you will ignore how He's actually trying to communicate yeah. with you. That and it's, there's something about just being open and saying, Hey, God, like if if this is from you, like just you know, give me that sign, show me, tell me, like whatever it is, get someone else to, to say something that and he will, but don't then ignore that. Don't say, Oh well, God, I asked for a boat, but you've sent me a dinghy. Yeah, don't be angry right now, I'm just kidding. But you know, you're so right. And also, just as a nice little side note, I don't know, just to put in there as well. If it's not loving, and that doesn't mean it's affirming or, oh, am I okay? Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Are you okay? I don't know. Are you? No, I can't. Um, can you see my video? Yeah. Okay, great. I can't see my video. Great. Sorry, we'll just have to edit that out. Um, yeah. But if it's not... Yeah, uh, you were saying something about if it's not loving. Yeah, if it's not loving, and that's not to say if it's not affirming, because not everything, truth isn't always um, going to be your way. Um, but if it's mm-hmm. not loving, then it's not of God is what I would just interject. Like, if you think, oh, I'm hearing from him and he's saying that I'm not worth it or, or that I need to do this or, like, do that and it's stuff yeah. like... I like. Yeah, if it doesn't sound of God's... If it doesn't sound of God's character... Exactly, which is why I would just link back and say that mm-hmm. um, that's why it's also important to know God's word and to, like, be engrossed in all of all of... Yeah. What we are, what we know to be certain about him, because yeah, mm. you won't 
I don't think yeah. you necessarily hundred percent otherwise. And I just think that's important. Yeah. I know a lot of people that'll be like like I've asked someone before, I've been like, What what does God think of you? Like what do you think God says about you to you? And they just they drew a black and they were like, Oh well and they, they couldn't give me an answer that was simply God loves me. And they didn't mm. know that because they like do you know what I mean? So that's just important. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, and that is really important. And I think if if you're listening to this and you do clearly know what God's voice sounds like, there's a massive point of just normalizing this conversation and like letting people like have time and giving them opportunity to explore that. Um, like, or if you lead a church, like it's so important that when you're doing a service or you're do, doing whatever it is you're doing where you're normalizing a conversation around listening and waiting for God I think saying that's always been done really well in our church is being like it's okay if you don't hear anything like even if you're you've been going to church for years and you're super used to hearing God's voice like sometimes it's okay to sit in silence like like you would with any other friend or family member like you're not talking 24 hours a day and like it's so okay and i just like to remind like anyone that's listening to this of silence is a part of our relationship as well like don't put um again another constraint on god like he will speak to you when that time is right and if he wants to speak to you, like it, it, it will come. Um, just don't get caught up in the waiting. Like, just be patient because our God is a good God, and He loves you, and He will deliver. Just be patient. Yeah, he He's talking, so <laughs> be patient. Yeah. I realised that I said we were wrapping up about twenty minutes ago, yeah. but I talk for a really long time. This <laughs> time, so fun, so fun. Um, um this is delightful. This was delightful. Um thank you so much for listening or watching this, however you're viewing this content. Um <laughs> please thanks. Um please can you do us a massive favor? We want to reach as many people with this. We want to help people in understanding what God's voice looks like or feels like. We want to help people to grow in their faith, step closer towards jesus so please if you could like share comment let us know what questions you would like us to answer yeah. or topics you'd like us to hear us like talk about or discuss <laughs> please just drop something in the comments we'd love to just like talk to more people and get just this voice out there and like normalize this conversation and um, so anything you could do to help us please do like it'd be really really appreciated um thank you so much for listening and uh, until next time, we will see you really soon. Yes, <laughs>